0: hello and welcome back to the talking wolves transfer podcast the show that looks at all the wolves news and rumors in finer detail i'm delighted to say i'm joined alongside dave as a party dave how you keeping mate you uh keeping keeping in the shade
1: yeah, just about, mate. It's absolutely sweltering. I've, I've got the window open, so apologies if any cars go past during this podcast because it always gets well hot in here. But yeah, I'm all good, thank you. Trying to enjoy the heat and yeah, keeping busy, mate.
0: Yeah, we moan when it's uh too cold, but this heat is uh. Is something else. I oh, always find though, so when we go abroad, when we're in Benidorm, like this heat's a lot different. Like this is horrible. Whereas there's when you're any abroad. It's
1: here, like when it's hot. No. It's just
0: like two. And our houses are designed to keep the heat in, aren't they? So it's just, yeah, it's unbearable. Welcome <laughs> back to Talking Construction. My name is Mac. <laughs> 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 um, we've, got, we've got quite a few rooms to talk about today. There's Ethan Ampadu, there's Bubicar, Traore, there's Ludovic York, and Ryan Ain't Nori. But before we crack on with that, mate, uh, we've got a message from our friends over at Football Prizes. Now, they have a new prize live on their site this week, and it's a bit of a farewell prize, Dave. It's a Connor Cody signed and framed Wolves shirt. Is that something that would interest you? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> they catch you out there. You didn't think I was going to yeah. ask, did you? no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but not only that the entrance will have the chance of winning the 25 pound gift voucher for the club shop or another signed cody shirt now entrance costs just three pound 95 and if you use code talking wolves you'll get 10 percent off during august the competition ends at 7 30 on wednesday so head to FootballPrizes.co.uk to find out more and that's a wonderful signed and framed conor cody wool shirt dave Let's get straight into it. One of the rumours uh, that surfaced today, and quite left field if you ask me, was that Wolves are reportedly among the clubs interested in Chelsea's Ethan Ampadu. Now, there's a number of Italian clubs who are said to be interested in the, uh, that say, he says defender, but we'll call him a utility man because he can play across the back four, he can play in midfield. Apparently, the Welsh international wants more clarity over his future and not just a loan deal with no option. He's got two years left on his current deal. Still only 21. Dave, what do you think of this one? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one for sure. I think these are the type of players
1: uh, that Wolves need to be looking at more, don't they? Like players that are versatile, can cover a number of positions, especially when Ampadu probably, especially I would say this season, isn't going to be a you know given starter. Um, we don't know, obviously, the future of Donker, I believe his contract is up at the end of the season uh so he might be looking to go elsewhere and Ampadu sort of does a similar job to dendonka where he can cover the center half position uh but also plays as a central midfielder or defensive midfielder um at chelsea he's had a couple of loan spells last one was uh venezia in, in italy wasn't it last year yeah. uh where he, he did okay and you know i think they got relegated but predominantly played there as a defensive midfielder but um like you said because he's versatile he's covered at, at right back and a little bit at right midfield but I think these are the type of signings that Wolves sh- should be looking at. He's still only 21, seems to be around, uh, have been around for a long time. You know, Chelsea picked him up when he was really young. Yeah. Already got 35 appearances for Wales. Um, and I had a quick look on FB ref as well, just to look, you know, against other midfielders, he's you know, his defensive numbers are phenomenal. Good amount of tack, uh, high percentiles for tackles, blocks and, and even aerials won. So, yeah, be intrigued to see what sort of deal it would be and how Wolves would structure it. But definitely a player that intrigues me,
0: for sure. Yeah, you say you feel like he's been around for ages. And I thought he was about 23, 24, but he's still 21. I remember when Chelsea signed him from Exeter, he was only 16. And at the time, he was one of the most promising players to have come out of the EFL. They were were ranting and raving about him. Um, You're right there, he's played in the Premier League, played for Sheffield United, where he got a good number of games and Venezia in Italy last season. However, Correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, that's back-to-back relegations on his CV. Oh, yeah. Was he at Sheffield United before that
1: as well? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, tr- yeah. maybe, yeah, stay clear of this one for a year or so. No, but, <laughs> um, yeah, like, like you said earlier, he just wants a little bit more reassurance over his future, which I understand. I think, you know, with Chelsea right now, it's, it's proving very difficult for these sort of players to be breaking into the, the first team. So, I think these Italian clubs are looking at signing him, but just on a loan with no option to buy. And I think he's getting to the point in his career now where he, he probably needs to settle down somewhere and the just going over to different countries just for a season, it's not really helping him and his progression as a player. So I think if Wolves structure any deal, it probably would be on loan, but more than likely with an option or some sort of obligation to buy. Um, but yeah, I, I'd be interested to see what happens here. But again, the team, the Italian teams that are looking at him aren't spectacular sides if I'm, no disrespect. No. Um, but I think for a player utility player backup player for wars that's going to cover two or three positions it would it would make sense really
0: it's almost um a, a, a major throwback to the signing of michael manson that was from chelsea been out on loan um but and of course has been out on loan he went ended up at hoffenheim didn't he um, yeah, it was a little he yeah. Yeah, was in
1: germany for a while as well yeah yeah,
0: because Ampadu has played in germany as well he played for rb leipzig but didn't really make much of an impact that was that was back in 2019, Um, but it, it is an interesting one. I feel like this maybe the sort of player that Wolves are looking at, even if it's alone with a with an option or an obligation to buy, with with a heavy sell on in the in the favour of Chelsea. He's a young lad. He's still got bags of potential. Does the basic stuff really well, and and the nitty gritty part of the game, which I feel could add a bit of steel into into Wolves' side. But not only that, like you said, Dave, can play centre half, can play right back, can play. Uh, central midfield can play just in front of their back four Wolves are known to like those players who are versatile and with such a small squad Dave those kind of players are really important
1: yeah and they're they're well they will be sought after as well you know he has got Premier League experience albeit you know not, not a huge amount but I think right now his value isn't going to be sky high. Um, so I think Wolves will probably be able to get him at a deal that that suits us as a club. Um, and yeah, I don't see it. Why not for a year? Maybe, you know, if you can sort some sort of option to buy uh, a year on loan, I'm not going to say he's going to come in and, and be the best player in the team because I think it will take him some time to, number one, adapt and number two, try and, you know, compete with some of the guys that we've got Um well, I think central midfield for sure is an area that we need to, you know, strengthen. And if you've got somebody that can be an option there, but then can also be, you know, worst case scenario, an option at centre half, which you know now Cody's gone. Possibly there's a small gap there to fill. Um, yeah, I don't think it's a bad a bad situation.
0: He may feel like, and Chelsea may feel the same. There's a little bit in limbo. Um, you know, he's, he's 21 years of age now. I know that he's replaced Malang Sarr in first team training for yeah, Chelsea. I believe he's yeah. gone out but he's probably thinking i i want i want to play minutes here and I, I want to go to a team where i'm going to have um more impact on on the first team with two years left chelsea may be thinking okay well we don't want to send him on loan with no option and he's only got a year left and he can go after that they may be looking to try and get a fee in for him now um similar i mean similar to gibbs white at the minute at Wolves. obviously diff- different in terms of Playing abilities and styles, but in terms of the contract situation, it's it's almost identical. Dave, if you're if you're going to put a figure on Ampadu as a permanent signing, transfer market have got him at eleven point seven million. But again, that's community moderated, so it it doesn't really have a great bearing on the truth. But what would you say is a is a reasonable fee for Ampadu?
1: I would probably wouldn't say that would be far off. I w- I would say sort okay. of between I would I would be satisfied between ten and fifteen million. I know sort of just off air, like before we kicked off, you said possibly closer to 20. I don't know. Yeah. I think I think with Walls in their situation right now, I think they'd be daft to spend that much this summer on him. Um, but if we got him on loan with an option of 20 and he impresses this year, then obviously fair enough. But I don't know. I'd be cautious about spending any more than 15 at, at this at present, if I'm completely
0: honest. He does love a tackle as well. But let's see what happens with that one. Moving swiftly on, mate. And a player from the French Ligue 1. Uh, it was relegated with Mets last season, I believe. Um, it, it's Bubacar Traore. Now, it's said that his entourage have already agreed with Wolves' uh, salary conditions and his transfer could be finalised in the coming days. That was according to reports coming out of Mets. It was a, a publication called Socios FC Mets, which I believe is, is quite reputable. However, Liam Keenford Express and Star, has poo-pooed it and has since reported that Wolves are aware and do have an interesting in Traore. But news that a bid has been made, he's wide of the mark. Can you see this one rumbling on a little bit, mate? Yeah, we've been linked before.
1: I think we were linked yeah. uh, in January, right at the end of the January window, where we were like craving signings, and then Alan Nixon had, had posted posted the report, and then shortly after added that oh, it's going to probably be a, a summer signing rather than a uh, January signing. So it's been going on for a while. So yeah, there's definitely you know truth in the interest, but um, it had gone quite fairly quiet this summer. I think there were whispers right at the start of the window, but it's gone quiet and obviously it's now picked up a little bit. Um, I think he if, fits if what Wolves are after. He fits that sort of energetic midfielder that he's going to drive the ball up the pitch and almost sort of, you know, um, pressurise the opponent and cause a, a, a bit of a nuisance, which is what we need, really. Um, you look at Mets, obviously they got relegated last season, but I think their form... I'm not going to say significantly increased, but their form was a little bit better when he got given a lot more game time. Sort of the first half of the season, he was playing sporadically, not getting full full amount of minutes. And then second half of the season, he started playing sort of full games, and their form seemed to improve a little bit. Um, so I, you know, and I think the the values that have been spoke about, I think uh, according to the press, we've made two offers one being alone with an obligation to buy of about 10 million pounds or a straight transfer now sort of between six and eight, I believe. Um mm. So I think, I think they're two decent offers and two, um, you know, values, uh, whichever way we go. I think they're two offers that pr- uh, sound okay to me. Um So yeah, I think, I think it's definitely a player and, and a young player. So plenty of sell on value, plenty. And I, I think, you know, if, say let's meet in the middle let's say eight million euros you know i think you've got a uh, you know it's worth worth the risk let's say for that amount of money
0: yeah i know that that publication who uh, reported it had, had gone back to Liam keenan and insisted that he's a he's a bit of a porky pie so he's telling a bit of a, a couple of <laughs> lies which is which is quite funny i know Liam hasn't responded to that and, mm-hmm. I, I, and I don't think he will um one thing with that though mate it's it's Liam's obviously got contacts at the club. He's a Wolves correspondent for the Express and Star. And, and I know that it's easier for the club to uh, bat things away than it is to uh, say that they're happening. So, for example, the club knows that, uh, for a bit of context, the club knows that their name will be used by particular publications, agents, whether that's to be to get a new contract for a player or to to hurry another club up in, in, in stealing someone's signature. So when that happens and journalists go to the club and say, is this, happen? is this happening, they're quite happy to say no. Um, but when things are happening, it, it's it's not as easy to confirm that they are uh, just because how sensitive some deals can be. The fact that they've said it's not happening at the minute, but they're, they are aware of him and they are an admirer of him. I feel like this one that could be run a little bit uh, little bit to the end of the window, mate. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah,
1: probably. It'll, it'll be one that sort of, yeah, comes and goes. And I think he's got, you know... He's probably no disrespect to Mets, Probably a player that's maybe too good for for that division right now, and he's going to attract interest from the top division clubs, or um, obviously clubs over in the Premier League or, or elsewhere. So I think um, the value suits Walls. You know, we well they make out we haven't got a huge amount to spend, and we've spent twenty million on Nathan Collins and sort of thirty plus on yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think this one would suit Walls and. You know, we've only got a few weeks left in the window now, anyway. So if he drags on, you know, it wouldn't surprise me.
0: Yeah, and and looking at some of his uh, percentiles and his how he we season he had last year. So in terms of uh, ball winning and pro- progressive uh, ball ball progression, sorry, he was among among the best for his age. He's been likened to Cimene. um, who was it was the sign for Real Madrid from, yeah. from Monaco. Um, I mean, if he, if he's if he's being compared to him, it'd be a fantastic signing. But in terms of profile, Dave. For me, and I don't know about it for you, it's exactly what this Walsmith Field has been crying out for for about four years. Yeah, I was about to
1: say, about three or four years. You could probably go back to podcasts or videos that we did about that long ago. We, we need dynamism. About, That's what yeah, we need. Talk <laughs> about some sort of Tongo, Dumbier, Alfred and Die, hybrid enjoy, to come Yeah, in. yeah, yeah to, to come in. Um But yeah, I, I think this is what we've been craving. We've been needing just somebody to pick up the ball off the, sen- the, the centre-halves. And then drive forward with it. Someone like Renato Sanchez obviously would have been perfect, but that's, that ship has long sailed. Um, so, yeah, young French midfielder, hungry, wants to prove what he's about. Yeah, th- th- why not? Let's bring
0: him in. Yeah. Let's see. And with that common fee, mate, it only takes him to have one good season in the Premier League, and, and you're looking at 30, 40 million. You're looking at exactly a 20, 30 million pound profit, which is exactly, I don't don't want to do a direct
1: comparison, but you know, you look at players like N'Golo Kante, who didn't cost Leicester City the earth either. Hmm. Uh, Bissouma as well at Brighton is another good example. I know he's gone for
0: lower fee because he's out of contract. but
1: Yeah, but you look at a couple, couple of good seasons for both of those as examples, but on the flip side, you have got players like, uh, Samari, um, Morgan Sanson at Villa, where you know they've yeah. struggled to get game time and just almost stalled in their career. So there, there are two sides to it, but you know there's definitely more positives uh, to the move than negatives. I think
0: it's it's funny you mentioned Samari though. I remember well before we signed for Leicester, I was saying like getting getting him because get I know we were linked with him. I thought he looked it would yeah, be yeah. an unbelievable buy for Leicester, but it just hasn't worked out. And it and it looks like he may be going back to Monaco for about 15 million pound. That's a massive loss for Leicester. Yeah. yeah. Um, The the thing with Leicester is
1: they had, I think they were expecting, well, they were still expected to lose Tillemans, and I think they expected Samari to be bedded in last season, and it just didn't happen. So,
0: yeah. yeah. I know their fans are really worried about their business because I still don't think they've signed anybody. No, they're about to sign their first player, which is Alex Smithies from Huddersfield, I think. Oh, nice. Nice. (laughs) Nice. It's not all bad in the East (laughs) Midlands, so. That one to look forward. So Madison will go, Tillman's will go, but don't worry, yeah. we got Alex Smithy. That's a keeper, isn't he, Smithies? Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. He's a good yeah.
0: keeper though, to be fair to him. He's a good keeper. Michael's good, he's Schmackle's Schmackle's basement, goody yeah. gone. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we think we've got it bad. Anyway, Dave, moving on to the next player that Wolves have been linked with. And I know last time we said we were getting a little bit shaky, but I'm glad to announce that we are about to discuss a centre forward who is over six foot five. How pleased Wee. are you, mate?
1: <laughs> oh, mate, I've I've been craving this moment for for years and years. So yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> it's uh, Wolves have, have again been linked with Ludovic Jork from Strasbourg. Uh, firstly reported by Alan Nixon. Um, it said that Wolves had offered around ten million pound. Um, and Nixon reports that Strasbourg are hoping for double that. Uh, for the for the big Frenchman. Uh, Other reports coming from France suggest Wolves have offered around 12 million euros, but (laughs) Strasbourg won close to 15 million euros. And Liam Keane, again, has come out in in the same tweet as a Traore tweet, has come out and said um, that he's he's completely ruled it out. I listened to his podcast earlier with Express and Star and, and the club laughed it off. So this one, mate, feels exactly what we just mentioned with the Traore thing is that I know, sorry, I might expect to break yeah, it to you, it's, but it's, it's, agents are using other clubs to try and force through moves elsewhere. And it, and it's a common theme in the window, any window.
1: Yeah, I mean, you see it, there, there are a lot. And I know, obviously, we're a platform that likes to share rumours and give people the news. And there are sub where you just see it from a mile off that this is just an agent trying to broker a better contract for the player or trying to broker some sort of better move. Um, yeah, the, the thing is with a Yorkie is he's, he's 28 now. So again, long term for the club, you know, he stays for a couple of years. He's probably the wrong side of his peak and then your value shoots down. But 40 goal involvements, both goals and assists in the last two years for Strasbourg, who historically over the last three or four years, weren't a team that were sort of pulling up any trees in Ligue 1. Last year had a great year, finished sixth. yeah, um, yeah, 40 goal involvements. His holdup play is really good. Just physically, he's a beast. He's not he's not one of those players that you just think he's a... You look at him, six foot six, you're going to think, oh man, he's going to be a slouch. He's a good player. He can move. Um, so yeah, it, it, I would hope, if it's not a Jork, a player of similar ilk comes in. But these players that are this sort of height, they can still move about and actually play, are quite, you know, they're going to be sought after. Um, you know, we were talking a few weeks ago about Paul Onoachu from Genk similar sort of build but he looks like he looks like bambi <laughs> on ice whereas a york like defensively as well he's an absolute uh unit so yeah if 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 a, a deal was could have been there for between sort of 15 17 million euros or whatever then i'd, I'd certainly be interested but yeah i think strasbourg are probably holding out for about 20 million
0: yeah, and I do feel like it is agents fabricating news just to try and force a move elsewhere. I know that Everton are interested. Sky Sports News also reported that Wolves are interested and then named about 12 Premier League clubs. So again, I, I just think it it's all agent talk. But you are right in what you say, mate. He's a good player. He's your, he's your typical archetypal six foot six, number nine, but he's also can play a little bit. And I know that on it, on your have been linked with before the uh, the sc- the score of the worst hat trick in history. I urge you to go, I'll go and have a look at that if you can find it on YouTube. It looks a little bit like uh, a Shire or trying to control a gym ball. Uh, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look the player that is York is, but and again, I think it's really easy to link wolves to these players because we know we want a striker. Um We know that Jimenez is currently injured. silver has gone out on loan, and and it's and it's no secret that that large wants a bit of a big man up top. So these are really li- easy links to make. Um, in terms of uh, the Huang link and the Bashwai link, I know that Alex Crook at TalkSport reported that Bashwai was in advance, at advanced talks with Wolves, but um, having speak- spoken with Liam Keane today, he said that the uh, that the Bashwai deal wasn't as 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 advanced as, as others were reporting, but there is still an interest in there. Uh, I don't know about you, Dave, but I feel that, Wolves have got the the Wang Wangojo and Bashwoy deals on the on the the back burner a little bit because they're working on someone as their priority target and they've just got these options just want to that
1: I hope so I mean I've just seen a story from France I don't know when it uh, came out uh, it was earlier today about Wangojo and saying that apparently over the weekend he's going to make his decision on his future but one of the teams now that are linked with him is Fulham as well believe it or not um so, yeah, I think you're probably right. I'm hoping, you know, we spoke a lot about these two last week. Actually, um, you know, there were, there were mixed comments about him, I think. But I think from the numbers that we put across, it, it was decent. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be someone someone solid, someone good. And uh, I'm still hoping, Matt, for another three signings before the end of the window.
0: Uh, and I don't think that's uh, unrealistic. If you go with
1: a striker, a central midfielder, and then somebody that can play across the back line. I think a fullback's definitely needed, whether that be a new left back or a new right back, or
0: someone at least that can play there to yeah. a decent standard. Is that still with someone like Morgan going as well?
1: Um, possibly. I think Morgan or Adama, someone like that. But I saw yeah. Adama uh, back in training the images. I don't know if he will be ready for this weekend, but it just got me excited again. I thought, well, actually, I know, you know, we sort of almost written off. We've not even thought about Adama, but. I just thought, man, I would love to see him back on the pitch again for Wolves.
0: Well, well, all of a sudden those wide areas are looking really, really handsome. You've got Neto, Geddesh, um Pedes, Huang, uh, Chiquinho, Traore, I don't think we'll see him for most of the no. season,
1: obviously, but yeah, they're, they're looking, they're looking hefty again. Yeah, it's looking mm.
0: alright. So, I mean, Traore is completely different to any of those, but similar to Chiquinho, but I think Traore is a lot more explosive and get you up the pitch quicker. But he's definitely got something to add to this team, whether that's starting for, or from the bench. Um, and personally, I would keep him around and, and then let him go at the end of the year. Mm. Moving swiftly on, mate, to our last rumour. And this is one that keeps cropping up worryingly um, and, and, and he's cropping up even more. So now uh, Cucurella has gone to Chelsea. It's that Ryan Nouri is a concrete, uh, as uh, Manchester City have concrete interest in Wolves left back Ryan Nouri, And that's according to the Telegraph. It's, it's been reported um, elsewhere. Uh, I know that City were their, their first target was Cucurella, but pulled out the race at I think 40 million and he, and he's gone on for 55 million pound plus. Mm. With that in mind though, Dave, really going for that fee. Surely that adds um, a few more million on, on a few more million onto Aitnori's valuation.
1: Yeah, I think so. And I, I mean, I'm not saying we should be getting 50 million for Aitnori, but we should be getting, you know, making a very decent profit. Obviously, on on Jaira hold the 50 of his rights at the moment, which I think Wolves can pay, you know, buy out for about 10 million euros. So I'd assume they'd do that before any deal happens. Um, but yeah, I think you're looking definitely towards the sort of you know, 30 to 40 million pound pound bracket. He didn't have a great game last week, I'll be honest, against Leeds United, but I thought his preseason overall was was very good. Um, you know, was in and out of the team last year with Marcel having a little bit of game time as well. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, he's obviously a talented player, still extremely young, still got a load of time. Um, and I think in a Manchester City type of setup and team, I think he would, you know, really flourish and do well. Um, The one thing I would say is I wouldn't panic too much right now because he's not the only target or player that City are looking at. I think they've got four or five Mm left-back targets that they are looking at some probably more experienced um, and a higher calibre at the moment to to 8-0. But, you know, you can never never rule it out. My concern is that we haven't actually got, unless you count Johnny, we haven't actually got a backup left-back right now. If there was somebody else, I was going to say, like Marcel, that was still back up. I'd probably be a bit less worried, but somebody, you know, somebody of similar sort of quality, which we just haven't got right now.
0: Yeah, with Ryan Giles going out on loan as well. There is Hugo out, bueno, but you're asking a lot of him to come in and and yeah, I don't think he's in League ready just yet. Yeah. And he need he needs he needs first he needs minutes himself. Uh, I know that City are looking at the likes of Grimaldo at, at Benfica and Guerrero at, at uh, Dortmund, Portuguese left back. So. Again, I wouldn't be a, against
1: uh, you know, who's uh, available to first sale as well. Um, Regelon from Spurs, they're trying to get rid of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone like him, if you know, if we had to, I wouldn't say like sign him now as like a you know, a, a competitive reign now, but if he did go, somebody like that, I'd be definitely interested in. I don't know if, um, we, when we, he, I don't know if we were linked with him before, actually.
0: No, when he was at Sevilla though, it like in, in that season that they won the Europa League, he was absolutely outstanding, and when Spurs signed him because he was on loan from Real Madrid, wasn't he? he? wasn't from Sevilla. I thought, what a signing that is. And again, the shows how much I know. Same with Samara. He hasn't really kicked on. Um, and he's supposed to requirements now at Spurs. So p- potentially an option. You've, you've got to ask the question now, would he would he want to come to Wolves? But uh,
1: I've just seen that somebody said, the only thing I could find is um, when we were linked with uh, Maitland Niles, <laughs> Somebody said Regelon is vastly superior and wouldn't cost much more. And I replied saying, Yeah, well, you wouldn't join wars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, That's that always a so. thing where yeah, it, there's a lot of that, not so much this summer, a little bit, but uh, it's like, oh Renato Sanchez going to AC man, 15 million. What is Jeff She doing? I was like, Yeah you've got AC Milan or Wolverhampton, like, yeah, we can afford him, but is he actually going to be, you know, joining us? So. Well, he's gone
0: to Paris Saint-Germain though, hasn't he? Sorry, not AC Milan, yeah. No, he was linked there though, he was yeah. linked there. Um, yeah. This is the thing, and I feel like this window has been the window where I feel like expectations have been dampened somewhat and fans almost understand the position we're in. I know last year people were saying, like, why well, can't you go and get Cristiano Ronaldo? He's a Mendes client, whereas this year, I feel like fans have Got a bit more of an understanding in in the markets that we're we're shopping in, but you know the, the business that they've done so far in Collins and and, and is is um, I think it's a wonderful bit of business, especially Gadesh, uh, as you as you heard George Mendez saying, he's been trying to get into the club for three years. <laughs> yeah, uh, <which laughs> that's was wonderful. Was yeah i never he heard
1: just george menders actually talk until that video and he was like he had you know, a pack of skills or something he's off his head for a little bit there so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was hoping skills they were going to just... show what jeff shee and gredis were laughing at but they skipped that bit at the end of that video as well
0: so. yeah it's probably a uh, Forrest's bid of 40 million that's probably what it was <laughs> probably yeah. couldn't believe it let's <laughs> check the email address again yeah. um we'll finish on that though dave uh the gibbs white saga can you see Forrest coming in with a, a another bid for him? I I certainly can, but probably not for another week or so.
1: Yeah, they'll 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 buy their time. I think it'll be interesting this weekend. Um, I know on the last podcast we were talking a little bit about who would start in our front four, and sort of this week I've been thinking is going to start? Is he not going to start? Um, and then I thought maybe he'll replace Morgan Gibbs White, but then on, on second thoughts he's probably going to replace Wang. So, I don't know. I think it depends on if, you know, Morgan, if he starts this weekend or not. Um I think if he does, I think he should be okay. But, yeah, For- Forrest are probably looking at other targets right now and it-, it might come towards the end of the window. But if you can get 35 £40 million, I think you're laughing. you gotta,
0: you got to be taking that sort of money. Yeah, if you get £30 million up front, you'd have to reject it. Um I, I-, I think he has to start the weekend, mate. I didn't think he had the best of games at Leeds, but... In terms of Wolves kind of saving face, they've still got to run him in the, with the with, with the vision of he's the main man. We want him here. He's going to start every game for us because I think as soon as you take him out the lineup, yeah. Like, Hold on a yeah. second here. Like he's not. This isn't what they've been telling us. And you know, yeah. there's your there's your twenty eight million. Take it or leave it. And the closer it gets to the final uh, stage of the window, that twenty eight million will be looking more and more uh, enticing for Wolves. So they've got to save a bit of face, and you know, yeah. for, the, for the for the rest of the window, make sure he's the main man. But um, there's no other rumours to, to talk about, Dave. I have en- I have enjoyed going through those. It's um, it's nice yep. of nice of Liam keen to uh to to pour water on our rumours, but he's a good lad, Liam. I bet he uh, <laughs> I bet he couldn't could wait to write that out. But this is just an, an example of you know agents trying to use the club's name as of way to try and speed up moves elsewhere. So of course, with all the rumours that we post, please do tighten with a pinch of salt. It's not us that are making them up. The source is in the tweet. Um But Dave, thanks for joining me today mate Have you got much fun for the rest of the day? No, I think I'm just
1: going to try and enjoy the sun we've, we've been sort of non-stop on the channel haven't we this week So yeah. we've had obviously the, the post-match leads content The podcast, the John Ruddy podcast So if people haven't checked that out You can obviously watch that or, or listen to that on Apple or Spotify And obviously all the, the Fulham stuff as well So it's been a busy week So I think I'll take this time to have a little chill out in the sun
0: Yeah, you've earned it mate, you've earned yeah. it it's, it's, <laughs> The time of recording is a Thursday and I'm I'm gonna pop down the pub and have a couple of pints with my old man because, like Dave said, we've been. I mean, we've only had one game of Premier League season, but I feel like it's been non-stop. I know. <laughs> it's, it's
1: literally, I know. even during the summer, to be fair, I know it's been quite in the transfer window, but it's been pretty much, he- you know, heavy. bedded Dorm as well, and then just straight back into it. So, nah, I wouldn't change, wouldn't change it, but yeah, of course, mate. Nice, of course. Nice a little rest every now. And
0: then, then we've we've got the rest uh, November to December for the World Cup anyway, but. We- I'm sure we'll find some uh, some content hooks to try and do some content around. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> but if any, uh, yeah. anyone
1: wants to send us to Qatar, let us know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful stuff, Dave. Dave, where can people find you, should they wish?
1: So yeah, it's at Dave as a party on Twitter, um, and obviously, uh, yeah, I'll I'll be giving my thoughts on there for, with all the rumours. So yeah, I appreciate all the support as well from for the Rudy video that sh- which we just mentioned.
0: Yeah, some lovely comments on the on the John Ruddy video, which is on our, our YouTube channel. If you just look at our videos, it's the the one just before, uh, two before this. Um, so make sure you go and check that out. It's a it's a very honest and open interview from John, so we really appreciate him giving 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 us his thoughts. Mm-hmm. I'm Matt Cooper, M Cooper writes on Twitter, Matt Cooper bites on YouTube. We are talking walls across all socials. Um, if you're new here, don't forget to subscribe, of course, like the video, and until next time. Take care and see you later.